Ah, hello there, traveler. You startled me a bit. That's a, a quiet step you got there. Hey, why don't you come sit by my fire a spell? <laughs> oh, yes. I know that look. Unless I'm much mistaken, you're out here searching for a couple of fellas. Southern boys. Nah, not Tennessee. Not Georgia. Quite a bit further south than that. Tim and Guy. <laughs> yeah, I thought as much. Thing is, you don't need to go traipsing through the midnight forests of the world to find those particular frosty fellas. No, indeed. Those brave boys dwell wherever folks are sharing kind words. In any sphere of camaraderie, any companionable territory, any friend zone. Because in the friend zone, you're not alone. So settle in. Share some supper with me. And if you listen real close, you might just hear some familiar voices floating on the woodland breeze. Welcome to the friend zone. It's blowing a gale out. We out here. We out here though. She's windy, Guy Montgomery. Yeah. She's a windy wee day. We decided to record outside. I um Oh you got sunnies on. It's a pro move. Yeah, it's a little bit glary for mine. I often, you know when there's a big, really strong gust of wind and it's blowing and blowing and you think to yourself, it can't blow this hard forever. Like there's going to be, a, even if it's a second, there's going to be a moment's respite and then it will pick up again maybe. Uh-huh. Why do I think that? Why, why would the wind not just keep blowing that hard? It's not like it runs out of breath. It's not like it's someone blowing. Maybe that's what you're thinking of though. I mean, it is what I'm thinking of. But could the wind just blow as hard as it can forever? I guess so. I don't know. I don't really understand the wind. Well, where's it coming from? I don't know. Is it coming from the sky? Because it feels like it's coming from, like, ground it level. down here. It feels like it's coming from the ground level. Yeah. But maybe it's getting pushed down and around all these things. Yeah. That seems right. You can see before, I mean, you can see before people were studying the wind, mm-hmm. how people were getting into like, this is presumably a god of wind. creating Deities. Deities, yeah. So this is just someone who's blowing really hard. They mm. blow when they're upset. Yeah. You can hear them. You can hear, you can Ooh, just pick it up on the mic. Furious. It's a, the good news is that it's not a cold wind, which is one of my le- my least favorites. I like a, um, I mean, obviously the best is a warm breeze. Uh-huh. Maybe on a hot day, a cool breeze could even be better than a warm breeze. Best breeze of all, a sea breeze. Yeah. Wow, but sometimes it can blow too hard. I don't like... Not a breeze, then it's like a a sea gate. That's a lot. You know, sometimes... In in retrospect, it may not have been my finest idea for us to record this outside, but we're here now and we're committed. And it gives you a real sense of of place. Yeah, and time, which is um, wind time. It's wind time. Wind chime. There's a wind chime outside the other outside the front of the house. We keep a wind chime at our house. It's a good vibe, eh? It's one of those things we didn't put it up, but I don't hate it. 
it elevates the <laughs> wind, I guess. So it's like, well, if you're going to spend all that time huffing and puffing, you might as well play an instrument. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do something with it. If you're only listening, you can't see, but I'm registering the movement of the chimes with my fingers. And if you are watching, thank you for supporting us on substack.com, twiawet.substack.com. Just $5 US a month to unlock a bevy of bonus content, much of which is video content. We haven't actually done one of these for a little while. It's the friend zone, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let us put you out of your quizzical I know. misery. What, are, you, are you launching a new elements-based podcast? No. Maybe. First one is, it's a limited series. There's five. First one's wind. Then we do water. Um, followed by earth. Air. Oh, yeah. Fire. Yeah. And, of course, heart. Yes. That'll be the last one when we're on MDMA recording. Yeah. But that's that just be, podcasting a tree, isn't it? Yeah, it would be it would be um, enjoyable, and then with hindsight, probably embarrassing to podcast on. Let them listen, I say. Let them hear. Let, Let them hear, hear what we really think about each other. Exactly. Presumably, I should hope a deep and abiding love. Imagine if it wasn't though. It'd be a hell of a time to get into it on MDMA. Yeah, it would be. So this is a podcast in which Tim and I, who are friends and colleagues, are the order. Flips and flops, depending on the day. <laughs> um, what are we today, Guy? You know what? Even though we've been working today, I, I feel as though we're friends. Yeah, me too, man. That's nice. Uh, we we engage in some friendship, and we engage in some friendship with you, the only person who listens. And uh, it's a time for reflection, for sharing, for celebration. And wind. And today, wind. I'm only winding you up. It's funny, isn't it? It's one of those words, winding and winding, same spelling, different pronunciations. I would like to thank Ian okay. for sending us. I assume it's Ian. It's actually hard to say precisely because there's sort of a screen name here, but Ian's jumping out at me. 50 US dollars contributed to us via PayPal. 50 USDA. I call it USDA. That's huge. And that's from the year of our Lord, the current year, 2022, February. My, my, Catching my. up on the inbox. Ooh. Ian's written, I had written a whole thing, but PayPal signed me out so many times that I've given up and sent an email. So I'll read the email now. It's from Ian. Ahoy to Tim Forksday and Guymothy Shamalay. You see what he's done yeah, there? Yeah. It's like a spoonerism on the pun. I've been blasting my way through Twiaware over the last year or so to, you know, the state of the world and not going anywhere. Can I pause your letter? Yeah. It sounds like this um, this letter is being written on a um, like on a windy you know on a on a cliff face. <laughs> That's a nice. Everyone imagine that from Ian. I started from the beginning and current. I'm halfway through. We are your friends and caught up on Emmanuel podcast in a tree and thoroughly enjoying you both applying your absolutely warped Sex in the City worldview to and just like that anyway i thought it was high time to hashtag pay the boys via paypal i also wanted to ask tim how tall he is and if he's six foot four 193 centimeters in metric money i have a working theory that all tims are six foot four from birth i've met three tims in the last few years and every single one of them was the same towering height and knowing that both the frosty fellas are in tapadian bean poles I thought I'd test my theory against some non-British Tims. 
obviously the famous Tiny Tim in Dickens' uh, Christmas Carol was an ironic nickname. My. Enjoy your fifty dollars worth of British pounds converted to schmeckles by PayPal. You've earned it. And say my name if it makes this onto the podcast. Ian Rickens. I'm five foot eleven, one hundred and eighty centimeters. So there's clearly no correlation to just having three letters in your name. P.S. If you want yet another absurd collaborative side project watching Star Trek Nemesis the worst of the TNG movies by far for a week with the guys from the greatest generation on Max Fun would go down a storm with me at least it's a lovely letter it's really nice I'm 5 foot 10 are you the same height? 5 10 or 5 11 something in there you're the same height as Ian yeah he's 5 11 so I'd say maybe he's slightly taller than me you boys would see eye to eye uh, the, ironically, on the one th- ironically, the one thing you wouldn't see eye to eye on is your own height. And, uh, yeah, true. Certainly, you know, for a, a quicker brain, there's certainly room for some comedic interpretation of that. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, guy's running out of juice. I'm, I'm actually, I'm full of juice, and a, a huge amount of that is thanks to, um, huh? I see. <laughs> From James, when when people message us on um, Facebook, yes. Often the worst idea of all time, Facebook account. Oh, auto response. Auto response saying my comedian page does that as well. So thanks for reaching out. Hi. Stop doing that. Thanks for contacting us. We've received your message. I've and got to. I've got, got to shut that that, off. That's how people talk. Anyway, this reads as follows. Because I, I noticed that this was a two-parter when uh, they responded with the angry emoji to that automatic. Yeah, response. Fit, and it's fair enough. Dear guy, guy, and Tim, Tim, Tim. It is so presumptuous for a social media platform to add that in as an auto thing. Yeah, that's fucked. Assuming like a, a tone for every organisation that's on there to just fire back a message saying, yeah. "Hey, th- don't turn that on by default." We might want to say "fuck you." Jesus Christ! It's a rare misstep for social media, which is usually, especially the Zuck, has an unblemished record. Dear Guy Guy and Tim Tim Tim. Hello. I've refrained from sharing the following information with you, assuming that someone else must have done so already. The bystander effect in all of its hesitant glory. <laughs> However, the bystander effect leads to the death of thousands, if not two thousands of people annually. Oh, unlinked. God. So I thought we'd share it anyway. Schneider is back at it again. Oh, no. With a movie called Daddy Daughter Trip. Oh, yes. And it you sent me the trailer for that. Co-stars none other than the Palmy North-hating, Torquay-based Basil Fawlty himself. <laughs> the he does hate Palmerston North. He described it as the asshole of the world. He said um, if someone was thinking about ending their life but didn't quite have the, you know, didn't quite have what it took, a trip to Palmerston North should be just the thing to push them over the edge. And boy, did New Zealand get furious at him. The interviews he's done to promote it sent shivers down my spine. I know you two will be rather busy little rascals. What with the new season, the incoming season two of... Can I just... I'm so sorry. Just so everyone's clear, that was John Cleese who said that about Palmerston North. Rob Schneider, as far as I know, has made no comment on small to medium New Zealand towns. We did get a message from someone I read in the in-between times, you know, recently, saying they went to a Rob Schneider stand-up show. And, you know, I was as surprised as anyone to hear that it was not good. Mm. And he was sharing some perhaps um, regressive opinions. Uh, I know you two will be rather busy, little rascals. What with the new season, the incoming season two of, and that's how it happened. (laughs) (laughs) 
Guy Guys, Guy Guys, Spell Words Show. Yes. And Remy. Yes. You may want to pretend that this new Schneider and output. Olive. Don't leave out Olive. And I would thank you to not leave out Rufus. And I respect that. That's m- not me saying that. That's the author saying, and I respect that. And not in reference to what you said. Yeah, but clearly. In conclusion to the sentence they'd written. Okay. Uh, anyway, now you know, and I know that you know, I'd best be off now. Say my name, even if it isn't James from Perth, XX. We write. Hi, thanks for contacting us. We've received your message and appreciate you getting in touch. James has responded, fuck, okay, I know I said bye-bye. But I've just watched the trailer and have to share this. Rob's character's last name is Buble. You know, like the Canadian singer everyone gets horny over. And they use a Buble song in the fucking trailer. I'm vexed by this. What would the not fuck? have greenlit this trailer if approached good day. That is such a Rob Schneider thing to do, to be like... We got rights to the song. <laughs> no one tell him that I'm grabbing the last name of his character and going to be his brother in this movie. Yeah. He technically can't sue us for that, but it feels like something we should have sought permission for from Michael Bublé before. All we did is we told him we, we want to use his song. I'm still, I'm, this is sending me back to the, um, what was his special called? We're not doing this. I honestly, not now, not ever. I can't remember. No, I'm not he had a this. special. Rob Schneider. It was on Netflix. We I'm watched not it. Doing this. We watched it so many times. Uh uh-uh. uh Ah, anyway, no, Siri. At the Bob. at the end of it, he sings a Roy Orbison song with his daughter, who's a genuine singer. It was the Sandman song. Only in dreams. Yeah, nice. How did he get the rights to that? It's the oh, man. Roy's gone. But Roy Orbison Jr. is still around. <laughs> Copyright isn't totally dependent on, you know, the person being alive. Asian mama Mexican kids. Yeah. And do you know why he called it that? Why, guy? Can you guess? No. You'll have to tell me. Well, it is laden with subtext. The Asian mama is in reference to Rob's own mama, who is Filipino, a country in Asia. And the Mexican kids, why I'm so glad you asked. They are in reference to his own children, not the aforementioned daughter with whom he sings Roy Orbison's Only in Dreams, rather the two younger children he shares with his Mexican wife, who we assume he loves, but he rails against literally everyone in his life for the entirety of the special. We got $150 US dollars from someone called Dan. It's a clever title, Tim. Can you imagine... That's so much money. He's pulling from both his past, Dude, seriously. his present, and in some ways, his future. Uh, this deserves respect. And I'm giving it to him. I mean, you know, the content of the special might not have been for everyone, but the title, brilliant. Dear, dear Dr. Bat and Ms. Montgomery, purveyor of fine mattresses. <sighs> I don't quite get that. I did an ad for a mattress oh, company. Oh, yeah, you did. And they um, they kept playing it without my permission. And the, I, I and I did it for like a not very good rate because yeah. I needed the money at the yeah. time. And then they rolled it over yeah. for another 12 months without asking. Yeah. You know, and it's not totally kosh, but we probably don't need to air that dirty laundry on here. Mainly because a mate of mine made the ad. So. 
Oh, they, the shit. No, he's not. He's not in trouble. The the the, the crew aren't responsible for the. Del- no, I think I think that's the thing of their business. They kind of look after a lot of. No, no, no. They no? broke up with the guy who. Did oh, okay. Anyway, look, we don't need to get into it. By reading your names, you have just formally agreed to the following business contract between us. Also, hasten to add, if you hear a weird um, sound, it's Rufus playing with his little uh, pig. That's right. Now he had this pig ages ago. It makes a. A real racket, and he managed to disarm it over the course of many months. He ripped the thing apart and took out the um, the noisemaker. The noisemaker, and what did Zoe do to respond to that brief reprieve? Bought, a, bought another. Bought brief. a brand new one. It's great, actually it's great a stuff. it's a common motivating factor for dogs playing with uh, noisy chew toys. Yeah, mum and mum and dad's uh, dog Baxter is hell bent any any chew toy. It's because it reminds them of killing a little rodent because that's the sound it would make. That's apparently what it's tapping into, oh, wow. which is pretty vicious. Sort of sounds like me when I can't burp, Tim. And it sounds like when my body's trying to I- I- expel a burp, and uh-huh. it's kind of this croaky sort of um, throaty sound. Ugh. The croaky throaty. Um, I formally agreed to the following business contract between us. I've transferred 150 US dollars to your PayPal, not as a donation and thanks for many, many hours of fantastic content, but rather as prepayment for the following ad read. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's time to leverage that international audience to bring some greenbacks our way. Here's the ad. Now, how do you want to do this? Should we go like a sentence each or... Paragraph for paragraph? Yeah, that sounds good. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Are you sick of depictions of New Zealand showing mountains, fjords, beaches, and cosmopolitan cities? Tired of being told that skiing, surfing, amazing forests, and clear glacial lakes lakes are the perfect holiday? Try Palmerston North. Wow. The perfect place not to be distracted by any of that flashy crap. Palmy. It's perfect for cycling, as long as you go with the wind. Palmy has stuff. And things. Palmy has a unique culture, boasting the highest number of people walking to the shops in pyjamas of anywhere in the Southern Hemisphere. Why not join the locals for a drink at one of our sun bars? Closed Sunday through Wednesday. John Cleese is quoted about Palmy. Don't bother Googling what he said, just assume it was fantastic. Palmerston North. It's way better than Palmerston South. Fuck those guys. Please say my name and know my offer of sparkling beverages next time you're playing the fantastic Regent Theatre. Dan... Hammered, pronounced hammered. Um, that is freaky, man. That's very unlikely, isn't it? These are two totally disparate people, messages, times that the messages were sent, um, all centered around Palmy. And uh, wouldn't you know? Oh, wait, did the last one bring up John Cleese or did we? I think that was us. Uh, oh no, I think maybe the message it was did. both. Yeah, jeez Louise, what are the odds of that? That's crazy stuff. They're not high. They're not high at all. They're not high. This episode is dedicated to Palmerston North. Just so we're clear. Okay, yeah. Of the friend zone. Don't really think of about it in terms of episodes, but this one is. I want to say something to you. I'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Timbo and Guy Guy. This is from um, the past. You're singing a lot of Beatles tunes at the Mo. They're in your head. Is yeah. it from that Peter Jackson movie? Got in there? I was Actually, it was about this time last year I watched it. Really enjoyed it. Mm. Did you watch it? Yeah, I think I did. I definitely watched a lot of it. I don't know if I saw all of it. Because wasn't it three hours or five hours or something? I think it was nine hours. Oh, wow. Didn't see all of it. That would explain. I mean, you know. Saw bits. Caught bits. Hey, Timbo and Guy Guy. Just wanted to let you guys know that the new How I Met Your Mother reboot, How I Met Your Father, features Kim Cattrall as the future version of Hilary Duff. 
Having watched the first two episodes, the show is bad in a funny way and is already better than And Just Like That. So shout out to Kim for making the right choice and for having a glass of wine in her hand every time she's on screen. Love the show. Ash. And this is actually from March. Is Hilary Duff in How I Met Your Mother? How I Met Your Father. No, I just said Hilary Duff, that she's playing Hilary Duff's character. The future version of Hilary Duff. No, no, no. So... Oh, so, oh, so they're Bob's, both yeah, in the yeah. series, and it's a what alternating timeline kind of thing. It's just the same premise with the different with different characters. So instead right. of it being centered around a story of how someone met their father, their mother, it's their father. But it's the narrator in How I Met Your Mother, um, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. It was. It's a crazy choice. He's just right. I guess it's true. He's got a very he's got a good voice, and he's got a very familiar voice for men of a certain age mm. who grew up on. Full House. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. But his stand-up was crazy. Filthy, yeah. Which I think was what made the um, him playing Danny Tanner in Full House quite a unique hire. Do more one. Guy's music. Guy's wish for questionable music. Here we go. February 23rd is the date. The email reads as such. Dear Tim Tam, Walla Walla Bing Bang, and the artist formerly known as Guy... First time listener, I mean, long time listener, first time emailer. In Do More One Digital Fur Technology, Guy mentions one. I forgot that's what we called the app. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, Guy mentions wanting a Spotify button that plays all your favorite songs at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, just to see what it would sound like. As a connoisseur of musical terrorism and sound clowns, this immediately reminded me of a project wherein a trio of visionaries polled the populace and produced two songs, one comprised of everything deemed good and one of the least favourite bits. While not exactly what Guy had in mind, the most wanted song is at best listenable and at worst catchy. The most unwanted song is a masterpiece of conflicting emotions, a hellish soundscape featuring out-of-tune bagpipes with children screaming, protesters singing call and response, Walmart commercials sung by children, and goes on for a glorious 21 minutes and 58 seconds. I have linked a playlist below containing both of them, considering your penchant for uh, visually torturing yourselves. You should at least give your eyes a break at the unwanted one uh, and give the unwanted one a listen. Bagpipes start at 3 minutes 28. It's only 22 more minutes of suffering for art. Say my name as if you were night swimming and something touched your leg. Neil! Neil! Oh. Uh, Gompeters! I was going to go, Neil Gompeters deserves a quiet Oh, night. yeah, nice, 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 nice. I'm very calm when something touches my leg in the water. That's probably where it's at. It was a different time. I don't want to do it anymore. No, you've opened it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm off. Peace. <laughs> it's I a, shut her down. It's enough to make me feel ill. I think um, we'll need to do one more message and then maybe wrap this up. Yeah? Yeah. It's just a bit windy and... Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's I, harder, I said yeah. it's not a cold breeze, but it's no. not... Um, it's not a warm breeze. Not tropical out here, everybody listening. So I'm going through the Twitter. Don't let my t-shirt fool you. And um, this one reads as follows. This is from August. Here we go. Dear Guy Caroni and Team Sir. Yeah. I just listened to the latest episode of Killionaire. Yeah. Remember, we're set, this is set in August. Yeah. And got served not one, but two ads for Amazon in a row. <laughs> 
Fantastic. At first I thought, good, more money for Uncle Bezzy. And then I thought, wait, doesn't he lose money on ads? I'm not an economist, so you'll have to explain the math. Anyway, love you boys. I doubt this will make it to the friend zone, but if it does, say my name, even if it isn't Julian Higuere Nunez. Why do people assume they're not going to make it onto the friend zone? Because I think part of the friends friend zone is our ongoing mismanagement of our back catalogue of messages. <laughs> That's true. I think mean, it's a reasonable assumption. Things fall through the cracks, but less than half. Yeah. So, like, you know, I guess you don't know that as a listener, but I, I would, and you don't know what you don't know. So no, maybe no. more than half do fall through the cracks, but it feels to me like far less than half fall through the cracks. At any rate, look, I'm just happy you got served up an ad because that means we get paid cents and cents for every does, time here. Does um, do you, I mean, I suppose it's it's there is a certain unknowable element to the math of of advertising where it's like unless there's a hyperlink where you can see what your spend is yeah, and then you can see what comes back through people clicking on the link. I'm not going to pretend to understand the balance sheet of Amazon Incorporated. Neither am I. I mean, I don't even know if Jeff's doing that anymore. No, I think he, he popped off. I saw a, a bald, sort of quite jacked-looking guy recently walking out of a hotel, and I thought, Jeff? And? It wasn't. Ah. But I can dare to dream. Sorry for your loss. Hey, what have you got to say? I've got to say this. Um, I would like you all to listen to Till Death Do Us Blart, otherwise known as Death Blart. It is an annual holiday tradition for American Thanksgiving where Guy and Tim team up with those three beautiful McElroy brothers from My Brother, My Brother and Me and watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 annually. This year there's a twist. One of us doesn't have to... Well, I guess this depends how you look at it. One of us doesn't watch the movie. One of us watches Here Comes the Boom. Here Comes the... Ready or not, and we don't, oh, we don't like me now. We don't know yet who is going to watch that other other Kevin James movie. So um, that'll be a fun little Someone game to play. Really embracing the holiday spirit of being on a holiday and not doing their work. A little twist, a little twist. So have a listen to that. That's out on American Thanksgiving, which from memory is like November twenty sixth, fifth. Yeah, twenty fifth sounds right. So, so soon, maybe I'm releasing this after then. I don't know. But the good thing about podcasts is they're there for more than one day. They're there forever. Right. And that's, that's I believe, the eighth and, um, episode of that podcast. Yeah, which is crazy stuff. Maybe seventh, seven or eight. Um, listen, we will be announcing in full detail what's next um, unfolding on The Worst Idea of All Time. So if for no other reason... Listen for that little yeah, yeah. nuggy of information. When it starts, it doesn't stop until it's finished. When's your touring uh, on on sale? Uh, I'm going on tour across Australia, New Zealand, and it goes on sale on December the second. What are you? Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go to the following places: Christchurch. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, I, th- I thought I wasn't for a second, but I am. I'm going to. Cam- I'm helping. I'm going to Canberra. Uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. I'm going to Hamilton, uh, Nelson, Christchurch, Palmerston North, of course, Auckland, Wellington. You playing the region? No, no, I got it. The Globe. I don't know the Globe. Um, just owing to. It's all going to be on guymontgomery.co.nz, and tickets go on sale on the second of December. And I'm really excited. I've been working quite hard on the show already, and. Um, um, I think I think 
It could be good. It'll be a sensation. Don't miss out, everyone. Guys, coming to your city, the least you could do is I know that go to a great comedy show. There are some people in Adelaide who have been lobbying this city yeah. for a long time, and I'm very grateful to be able to... I would love for us to do a live show in Adelaide this coming year, 23. Oh, my gosh. Go and see them. Well, I'll go see, go and what, see, the I'll go see what it's like first. Test the waters, mate. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Have a lovely whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah. That's what I have to say to yeah. you. Hey, why don't you enjoy whatever the fuck it is you're doing to whittle away the hours? God damn, enjoy it so much. We have got to get inside. Bye! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.